Hello, and welcome to another episode of Stories from the World. This is David Robert Farmerie. Before I begin this episode, I want to sincerely apologize for the shortness of it, being only about nine minutes in total. I assure you that this will certainly be the shortest episode that I will ever record, but I also assure you that the quality of the story I'm going to tell is still there and still complete. Originally, I was considering skipping this week in lieu of the Thanksgiving holiday, but then I realized that this may be the perfect, slightly post-Thanksgiving story that I could tell. I will return next week with all new stories. This is an episode that was originally recorded for the In Search of America podcast series, but I felt that it was really important to bring it back. And I believe that as you listen to the story, you will agree. Throughout my career, the one thing that has been the common thread to my success in getting stories from people is to remain fully open to all possibilities. And most importantly, to remain fully open to all possibilities without any kind of judgment. Judgment that is preconceived or judgment that comes up as each moment unfolds. I tell you this primarily because it is not just to have success in the work that I do, but to have success and joy in the life I live. The joy that I receive and the swelling of my heart and my soul after each of these experiences are the byproduct of the work that I do. These, for me, are my rewards. And this episode is one of those quintessential examples of what I'm talking about. The rewards that I gained from this experience are still a part of me now, several years later. And I can honestly tell you that there is not a time that I don't think back on my time with this family or just think about this family in general that my heart doesn't swell with joy. I also share this with you in the hopes that, if you haven't done so already, that you incorporate this way of being into your own life so that you too can experience on a daily basis these types of joys from interactions with others. Here is the story. I had not planned on creating this podcast, but as today moved on and evening began to settle in, I started to realize the importance of telling this story. This story, as I have come to realize throughout the day today, is a story that I believe represents a great cross-section of America. Yesterday, I drove up to Opelousas, Louisiana, to make a portrait of my dear friend Angel and her son Everett. We decided to make the portrait at her parents' house since it was centrally located between where Angel lives and where my hotel is. As I was finishing the portrait, I was invited to stay for dinner, which is an honor that I would never refuse. So after packing my equipment and reloading it back into the expedition, I came back into the house, and by this time, the bowls were already laid out on the kitchen counter, and on the the kitchen table was this large jar of bread and butter pickle slices as well as an assortment of beverages. It was a grab-a-bowl-and-serve-yourself kind of informality, which is the kind I love best. 
And since I was the guest, I was invited to go first. Inside the large putt was a duck gumbo, and I had never had a duck gumbo before. When I looked down inside this putt, there was this thick, rich brown sauce that surrounded the pieces of the duck meat still attached to the bone. And the smell, oh my gosh, it was intoxicating. First, I added a little rice to my bowl, and then the gumbo gravy, then the meat. It was all I could do not to begin eating this on my way back to the table. Once everyone was gathered around the large kitchen table, I began to eat, even though I was prompted several times by Mr. Ballard not to wait for the others, just to go ahead and dig in. But I waited just the same. As the food was consumed, conversation just flowed. It flowed from one subject to another. There was nothing formal, nothing staged, just plain good conversation and as they'd like to say in the South, fellowship. It was truly fellowship at its best. Then at one point, it was I think a couple of hours after dinner had finished and the chocolate cake had been eaten. And by the way, the chocolate cake was one that Angela had won a couple of days before in a cakewalk. Mr. Ballard began talking about the traditional accordions that I believe his uncle at one time made. Within a few minutes of this conversation about accordions beginning, Mrs. Ballard came back into the kitchen. She had gone off and came back in, and she was holding a traditional Cajun accordion in her hand. And she set it on the table in front of Mr. Ballard, and I was looking at it, and evidently this is one that his uncle had made. And I was looking at this instrument, and it was truly a work of art. I mean, it was absolutely stunning in the workmanship and its appearance overall. We talked about it for a couple of minutes, and then Mr. Ballard picked it up, and he unsnapped the clasps that hold the bellows together, and he began playing. And he was sitting just to my right, immediately to my right, so I was right there, and he was playing traditional Cajun music with this, this accordion, this wonderful instrument, and it was mesmerizing and, and absolutely magical. All of this took me back to the days of my childhood, and even to the days of my 20s and early 30s when dinner would last for hours and food was only part of the nourishment, part of the sustenance of the time spent around the table. It was around 5.30 p.m. when we sat down to eat, maybe even 6 o'clock, but it was 11 p.m. when I finally noticed the clock on the wall and I got up from the table. In those five-plus hours, we talked, we laughed. At times, we even laughed quite hard. We role-played with Angel's son, Everett. The kitchen was alive. It was so very much alive, as alive as any place could ever be. And the experience left an indelible mark upon my heart. It was one of those experiences that one leaves it far better than one arrived. The Ballard family, they are as genuine and as down-to-earth as any people could ever be. In their generosity, it is profound. They treated me as if I was a lifelong friend. I felt as if I were part of that family during those five-plus hours. I felt as if I had always been a part of their world, a part of their life even though I had just walked into it seven hours before. I would like to think, at least in part, that this still exists throughout America, where families will gather around the table and share 
a meal and share conversation, share thoughts, share concerns. And where people are still willing to gather around these tables and share food and share conversation with people who are not family, people that may be lifelong friends or recent friends, or as it was in my case, someone that they met just hours before. Where people are not judged by the color of their skin or the religion that they practice or the politics that they adhere to. Instead, they are judged by their humanness. That is the America that I experienced last night with the Ballard family in Opelousas, Louisiana. You have been listening to another episode of Stories from the World with David Robert Farmery. As always, I thank you so much for spending this time with me and allowing me to share this story with you. And don't forget... Yes, it is copyright 2020. All rights are indeed reserved.